Welcome to The Alamon Show. Here, we'll discover the success stories of local business trailblazers, where we discuss topics from marketing strategies to community engagement. You'll gain practical insights for your own venture. Join us weekly to celebrate and learn from our local entrepreneurial heroes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and become a part of our growing community of business enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get started. So tell me a little bit, I know you've been here, done that already, but tell me a little (laughs) bit about what you do and how you got started in it. Yeah. So, okay. Long story short, um, it's my family's 115-year-old contracting company. It started with my great-great-grandfather. So I'm the fifth generation. I work with my dad and my mom, and my sister came on a couple years ago. And we built custom homes. It used to be that we built, like, um, homes in the Washington, D.C. area. Like, Glover Park was one of the um, areas that they were in. And then when my dad came on board when he was 21 years old, um, they kind of opened up to doing more custom work. And it just kind of grew from there. So it's really cool kind of getting to experience where that went to where we've gone. Um, I got my master's in interior design in 2015. So after that happened, I kind of brought that service into Groover Cooley and we offer those services in-house now, which is really great because it just kind of diversifies what we're doing. And it's just a lot, we found a lot of people really like having kind of like a one-stop shop where they can come and, you know, everybody has really good communication and they don't have to go and, you know, figure out all the details. They can really rely on us to do that. So, yeah. (laughs) How, how have you, um, how have you processed all of that? Have you been involved in it like as a kid? Yes. So I like grew up in it. I have like this old photo of me like dressed up in our foyer, like with a Gruber Cooley hat on and a construction set in my PJs. Like it was, it's just kind of been in me. My dad used to bring me to job sites all the time. So I'm very comfortable with it, which I think helped me when I went to get my master's because it wasn't as residentially based. It was Marymount University in the D.C. area, and it was a little bit more commercial. So when we got to residential, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm comfortable with this. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's changed. And, you know, working with my dad, that's always kind of been an adjustment of um, – at first, it was, like, proving, like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's also the case because as a woman in the industry – Um, specifically the construction side, not as much on the design side, but like in the construction industry, you have to really like prove yourself and you have to like, you know, kind of earn a spot there. So I think that's been good. And I think when my dad saw that, he's kind of like laid off the leash a little bit, like, okay, you got it. Like, and recently I just started doing some um, rebranding for Gruber Cooley. So just trying to like, you know, keep us current. We've been around for 115 years. So I feel like you have to keep moving forward to kind of keep that momentum going. What are some of the trends as a female coming into this construction world? Um, what are some of the trends that or insights that you've seen that you're able to bring into the world that maybe some of your male counterparts aren't as? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a trend as much. I think it's, well, two parts. One, a lot of the time the homeowner that we're working with is a female, And so it kind of gives them a level of comfort having somebody else that's there and that they know has their back and knows what they're doing. It makes them a little bit more comfortable, which helps them get ultimately what they want out of a house because they're more comfortable expressing themselves. Um, And then, too, I also think 
Sorry, men, but I think females are a little bit better listeners. So I think that that's also important too, in that um, we're really hearing what our client wants and we're doing this for them and understanding that we're here to work with you. And I think that that's kind of like the biggest thing working with our clients and being a female. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably, not probably, you were probably, yes, right on. Yeah. <laughs> point with the, the listening part. Yeah. Uh, especially. How do you see things shifting and changing in the next five, 10 years within your industry? Oh, man. Well, you know, with technology, it's always evolving. It's And it's funny because I would say my clients are like 50-50. Some people like want to really lean in and like embrace the t- technology. And some people are like, I don't want that within 50 feet of my house, you know? Um, so it's interesting kind of like finding ways to incorporate that, especially because, you know, certain things aren't going to be choices. You know, I'm sure at some point they're going to bring in induction ranges, which is, um, it's would be replacing a gas range where it uses like magnets to cook. So you're not having like the fumes that gas creates. So it's just understanding that knowledge to kind of help the clients into the future. Um, I go to trade shows every couple years, there's a kitchen and bath industry show that I go to, and that kind of helps me stay current with those trends that are happening. Um, but I'm seeing a lot more focus on having like designers in-house of builders. So more of that like one-stop shop. We haven't a lot of, I'd say design build, but because we don't have an architect, we're not technically design build. Um, but I think clients just like having that team approach and that's our focus moving forward into the future is that we really we want to create a team because you end up working with clients for like a few years, you know, like for a, cus- yeah. a truly custom home, you're between architecturals, that could be like a year, year and a half to get that done, plus building it. So you could be three years at the end of the project. So you're yeah. spending a lot of time with them. Now, why, why, why don't you guys have the architect on the team? You know, we've just found that it can limit our clientele that are coming in. So it's like, because certain architects can have certain styles that they may be more prone to. So um, I think that that's kind of, we didn't want to feel limited. And we have a lot of great architects we work with too. So um, we don't want to like have to choose that. And as an interior designer, I don't, I wouldn't say I have a particular style that like I do. For me, the most important thing is listening to the clients and doing what they want and producing that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, well, wait a second. It would be easy for them just to add in an architect, but you're right. Mm-hmm. That architect's going to have a specific style and look that they probably go after. Yeah. And we also have like right now we're building this amazing project. I mean, it's really cool. It's a secondary home in um, Loudoun County area and the architects from New York and we wouldn't, it's like super contemporary. It's built into the ground. It has like a grass roof on the top wow. and it's yeah. 20 foot glass windows in the living room. Wait, second home. So it's like on their main property. It's a, it, no, it's a second, uh, just a secondary home. So their oh, primary okay. residence is in another location. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. And it's just so cool because this architect's not even from this area. So like their perspective is totally different. And had we had one particular architect working with us, we wouldn't have had that opportunity. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. And you get to meet lots of people from different places. And yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it. You guys uh, documenting the journey? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very cool. Okay. Very fun. Um, now, in terms of, in terms of overall, like, changes, how do you feel like Northern Virginia compares to the rest of the United States? 
what we're, we're yeah. currently doing, what you <laughs> hope to see more of. You know what's interesting is, so I'm part of um, this interior design group called the National Kitchen and Bath Association. I formed, in 2016, I got their 30 Under 30 award, and I formed like a networking group from that. And so one of my best friends, and he's a designer in Canada, and I found that all the trends go Canada, West Coast, East Coast. So it's kind of interesting to keep those relationships to kind of see what trends are heading our way. Like if a client comes in like, I really want to do a Navy Island or something, I'm like, that's going to be out in like, you know, a year or something. Like I, I already see it happening. People are doing more stained woods. It's it's kind of nice to have that perspective of just kind of like what's happening, what's shifting, you know, and I think a lot of people also say things follow fashion as well. So keeping an eye on that kind of thing. Um, yeah. That's nice that you saw that trend. <laughs> so you can see. It's nice. Yeah, it is. Or all like a, it, they'll kind of solve some of the problems. You know, it's really just nice to have other people that are my age in the industry because with the new stuff happening, it, it kind of gives you a place that you can talk to people and see, okay, have, has somebody like gone through this problem before? How have you solved it? Like, what are you doing? You know, it's, it's kind of cool to have that. Outside of business, who are you? I am a mom. <laughs> I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, both boys, who are just... Boy mom at that. Yes, <laughs> very much so. They're very uh, energetic. <laughs> um, never a dull moment. Um, a wife. Um, I have a younger sister. Um, again, close fam- very close family. I live, like, right behind my parents, and my um, sister lives four minutes away. So, so we're, awesome. like, yeah, we're really tight-knit. And yeah. So what are we doing on the weekends? Is it like chasing kids? Oh my gosh. (laughs) It is 100% chasing kids. Sometimes there'll be like a winery or a brewery, that kind of thing. But we were really blessed to get to um, build basically our dream home. Um, We've made it our model home for clients just in the sense that we have a place that we can bring people into that shows some of what we're able to do. Um, Where you guys, what area do you live in? We're in Percival. Percival, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah. Oh. So we have eight, about eight and a half acres there. And we have a, we, this is actually exciting news. Um, we have a farmer that brings cows onto the pasture so we can write it off for tax purposes. And nice. one of the cows had a baby yesterday. Oh. So we found the baby this morning. It was very exciting. <laughs> but I'm like, this is, you know, rural life. <laughs> But uh, we love, we just love it. You know, I grew up in Arlington, so it's very different um, kind of living, you know, and you kind of get used to it and love it. But yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. Um, okay. So I didn't realize that you guys had, you were living in the model home. <laughs> yes. Oops. How do you take care of that home then if, you know, people could come and visit with two kids under the age of five? Um, okay. So one, our, all of our clients are super high end. So our homes that we're building are like three to $8 million homes. So they're not just like popping in unannounced. Okay. We're like I scheduling like... out. So I have a little bit more notice. <laughs> um, but two also best tip I have for like anybody is that has young children is just having baskets with lids. Cause I can literally just scoop it all up, throw it in, put the lid on and, you would, Smart. yeah, yeah. It's pretty baskets and. Yes, but I did have one, um, a, a mo- new mom friend I made. Um, she came over and she's like, it's so nice. It's refreshing to see that like you're an interior designer, but like you have kids stuff like in your house. And I'm like, yeah, because kids live here, you know, like, yeah. you know, ultimately it has to function. And like, you know, I, I, I want my kids to have a great experience too. So yeah. we can, we can cohabitate. There <laughs> Design. And children. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's not the most aesthetic all the time, but 
That's it does. It, we get the job done in baskets. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say I just use my drawers. Yeah, the drawers are good too. <laughs> yes. Anytime you have like contain, I'm like just don't open it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So, and then in terms of like, where do you see yourself ten years out? Because let's see, your youngest will be. Tw- 12 you said oh my gosh four. yeah so yeah. 12 yeah that's crazy to think 14. about 14 what will you be you know I'm just so passionate about my career um I really I'm actually in the process of we're kind of changing some of our systems like so we're really trying to establish like really good systems because I want to grow our team um how many how big are you now I have how one one get? other designer that works underneath me and then I also my sisters are a professional organizer in our company too okay. um so I would love to probably grow. I don't want to put a number on it because I know yeah. it'll, you know, it's like you have to do yeah. what feels right. Um, but having our team grow, um, I don't know what involvement it is. I also act as a, a chairperson for our buying group. It's like a builder's buying group uh, that's local. So doing something more with that too would be great. But yeah, really hard focus on that. I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm meant to kind of create something bigger. So I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I'm like energized by it. I love that. Yeah. And you're like passionate. Very, I'm very passionate. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> you get the like little twinkle in yeah. your eyes. You yeah. <laughs> um, and then in terms, just to wrap things up, is there anything specific, a certain message or a certain thought or even rant that you have that you'd like to share with people? Um, you know, I'd say, I guess if you're talking interior design and construction, it's never too early to bring somebody into the process I think the earlier the better because we can help you address maybe some of the problems that you might run into later. And again, creating that team at the very beginning of your architect, your contractor, your interior designer is like the biggest thing you can do and will ultimately save you the most money in the long run. So I think that would be my best suggestion. Bring them in early. Yeah. Yeah, and create Even a if team. you're not 100% sure on all the specifics. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure you're working with people that you really jive with, you know, like getting a, because that's ultimately what matters. You know, you want to, you're going to be working with them for three years. So you got it. You're going to, you know, they become family. So that's important. Look at who you want to adopt mm-hmm. into the family. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Love that. Thank you so much for being on our show and for sharing so many tips with the listeners. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Alamon Show. If you are a business owner, you are in the Northern Virginia area, or you're willing to come out and visit us here in our Leesburg studio, and you've been in business for at least five years, I invite you to apply or nominate a guest for an upcoming show. Go to alamonphotography.com and click on podcast, where you'll find a link to nominate a guest. And thanks as always for listening.